to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host and very good friend is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight Australia, Season 10, Episode 25. Now, Chris, it's another commitment ceremony. Where would you like to start today? (laughs) Well, Dave, these episodes always deliver... Unbelievable. So so going into this, and I'm expecting the experts to step up, and I'm going to talk about them fuckers a bit later, Dave, but Alyssa and Duncan. Now, I might be missing something here, Dave, and I understand, you know, we've got children. You understand you do anything for your children, and I know, and it's true, a mother's love for a child is completely different to a man's. They carry the baby. I get it. I, get, I totally get it. It's a completely different love, but, you know, you love your kids and everything. What the fuck's going on, Dave, with her? And she just went, I've got a child, and then burst out crying and ran out the room. I was like, what is going on here? For me, Duncan has just got to disappear from her. He's got to <laughs> bin her off. She's not worth the fucking aggro. I think I think Alexandra actually sort of, sort of said in a roundabout way, I think you've been a bit of a drama queen. Mel even tried mm. to step in, said, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a parent. You've got an emotionally intelligent man doesn't like him touching her. They're not pulling her up at all for her behavior. If that was the other way around, there'd be fucking hell to pay, Dave. And tonight, the the, the experts pissed me off nearly every couple because they just didn't (laughs) help people accountable properly. I think they called her out a little bit, but not enough for me. Yes. I, I mean, they did talk about like getting all up in your head and stuff. But for me, it needed to be a, a bit firmer than that because as soon as... Duncan said something that wasn't just glowing about her. You know, he was saying he feels like he's walking around on eggshells and stuff. And, you know, she's off. She can't handle it. And it was so uncomfortable. That whole interaction on the sofa, it was just really, it was excruciating to watch because Duncan can do nothing. He can't do anything, right? And even Chris, when he when she was saying that, like you know, well, he was playing tennis, and you know, I'm not going to come over to a bunch of guys and say uh, anything. But you know, he didn't come over and check on me. What? He's playing yeah. fucking <laughs> tennis. What is he? Is he going to so, stop, lads? Right, can you just pause a sec, Alyssa? You okay? You okay, hun? Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, there's Needy, and then there's Alyssa. I just, I do not like her at all. I've not liked her since she was so incredibly judgy. And I just think she's, you know, Duncan got praise for his emotional intelligence. I think Alyssa's the other way. I think she's very, uh, not in a good place. She's emotionally unstable. And she's just, whether it's the kid, right? You know, I'd have to question, right? So you felt like coming on reality TV when your kid's young. You know, there's something... You can't have it both ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. You've already been a, 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 you've already been away for a few weeks. I'm sure you miss them and stuff. But, you know, I, I, I don't think there's... There's a lot of people who wouldn't have made that first leap in the first place. But 
I don't know. It's just uh, there's nothing, honestly, Chris, I like about her because I, I find her in a very different way to some of the other people like Harrison, like Bronte. Oh, but I do yeah. find her very manipulative. And and she does it in a completely different way. She does it through, you know, these breakdowns and spitting a dummy and stuff. And they say, I don't think Duncan can do anything. When she was at the lift, I'm like thinking, what what can he do? There's nothing than actually what he did do, which was leave her alone for a bit. And then I fucking knew she'd come back. You know, it's like, oh, I've had my little fucking drama spat now. I'm back. It's all right. It's just, yeah. I, I just fear for Duncan's mental health, to be quite honest with you, because he seems quite clued up. He's he's trying to make it work, but I just feel like she she's not in a position to be part of this relationship. No, and I think you're right. I, I, I'd even written that down myself. She uses the tears to gain an advantage because it's sort of like, how, do you, yeah. how can you come back from that? Exactly right. The tantrums. The storming off. And, and I think, you know what? I've not even thought about that, but that is a great point. Why the fuck are you coming on a reality show? You're probably four weeks into this now, realistic. Four or five weeks in. If you miss she, I'm not saying she doesn't, she may see a kid in that, Dave, because we know they get a bit of free time, don't we? As we know, we fucking, you know, oh, Grease Shannon. Dan. Shannon uh, Shannon, yeah, Dan. Uh, so, so maybe she does, but I, I'm with you. It, it's absolute manipulation. She's very cute about it. It's obviously something she's always done to get her own way. I'm not buying anything she's selling. And I think you hit a good point because we see a video for the next episode and Duncan breaks down. He's mm. been so cool. He, he reminds me a little bit of what happened with, oh, what's he called? Uh, Taylor and, oh, what's he called? The bloody lad is just gone. Oh, Hugo. Hugo. You know where, like, Hugo just wouldn't speak his mind and then eventually sort of did, but they ended up going anyway. It's like Duncan's held back, hasn't he? And he's given her far too much respect because she's not giving it him. I hate this thing where she, he's not allowed to touch her and that. You know what he's trying to reassure her? I'm like, mm. well, fuck off then if you don't want me near you. Fuck off, you know what I mean? Like, I, honestly, I'm with you. Absolute bell end she is for me. Yeah, I, I just... <laughs> Like I say, it's just a, a different type of manipulation. And like I say, if she hasn't seen a kid, well, she's different to the other contestants who clearly do. Um, but the the thing the thing that irritated me a bit as well that it was the whole thing about her having a child was slightly out of context, wasn't it? Because when she blurted yeah. out, "I have a child," it's like, all right. Good for you. What's that got to do with the price of fish? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, I just don't, it wasn't in context. And I think, honestly, if you kind of believe a little bit, and I find it difficult to believe her completely, but, you know, she's actually what, what some of the other girls were saying was probably close to the mark that she's massively insecure, right? apparently so she's never dated as a single mum and uh you know that that she's got this massive insecurity and it's actually that that's bubbling up that might that may be the case again chris first time dating you know as a single mum uh let's do it on a reality show seems like a good fucking idea doesn't it (laughs) you know (laughs) so i'm i'm struggling i am struggling for sympathy to be honest and i just i think you know, Duncan needs to bow out gracefully, to be honest. I, I think 
he's trying to make it work, um, but he never will. And and she might just, you know, we know she's coming out of a divorce and everything. We know, you know, she's got a young child and whatever, but she needs to sort herself out before she tries to be part of something else. Yeah, and like you said, Dave, a reality TV show is, is always the best way to sort of get yourself back on an even 100%. keel. But, uh, <laughs> um, so I'll go through, like, the next couple who were up, and it was up and off in 30 seconds, was Cam and Lindell, stay, stay. Quite shocked. I thought there might have been a bit of summer, but there wasn't. I mean, interesting. it to be Love's Young Dream, didn't it? It was like, suddenly, yeah. oh, yeah, everything's brilliant. Yeah, everything's fine. It's like, hmm, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, he's gone for the for the full Tarzan long hair thing, hasn't he, Dave? He's, yes, he's got rid of the fucking of the elastic band. But come on, Dave, let's talk about him. Because we're gonna spend time on these two absolute charlatans, Bronte and fucking Harrison. Now, this is where I was saying about the experts. So we mm. clearly saw John, Mel, and Alexandra absolutely uh go on about his manipulation, his gaslighting, the way he controls a room, the way that somebody like Claire went at him. As soon as Claire goes at him, he deflects it onto her and Jesse. It worked. Jesse has a meltdown when they were at the dinner table. All these things, I'm thinking, they're going to go for him. They are going to go for him. And they sit down and straight away, I mean, Harrison has said at the top of the episode, oh yeah, I'm going to the dinner thing. Do you, I'm just I'm going to the commitment ceremony anyway, even though they've split up. And his dialogue's a bit off. And I'm like, these two are going to stay together. And when they're talking and like John sort of brings up a few of the things that had happened, all the girls are just eye rolling. Claire, Linda, all of them, Melinda, they cannot believe what they're hearing. And it's exactly what you said from the start. She's going to stay with this guy. I don't think he's manipulating her, Dave, because you know why? Because she's fucking in on it. She is in on it. This what he's done is horrible. He's gaslighting, he's manipulation. If it was anyone else, you'd be like, get in the fucking bin. But you can clearly see she's there for the fucking fame because there is no justification. The last episode, she's fucking squatting down in floods of tears. That's it. I'm done. And we're all, and I was thinking, fucking good on you, finally. Even though I know she's a bit of a faker, finally. But this tonight was the fucking straw that brought the camel's back. I'm just like, fuck off. Whatever he does to you now is your own fault because you're fucking absolutely deluded to think that this fame is worth staying with such a prick like that. Yeah, I just I just don't buy anything. And and the room seemed to be shocked. But I, I wasn't. I knew she was going to turn around and I still don't believe anything. I don't believe the fake fucking relationship. I don't believe the fake breakup. I don't believe the fake drama at the the (laughs) dinner table. It's just all bollocks. And the fact that no one, well, well, I say no one, people might be getting wise to it now. Lyndall in particular seemed quite upset, didn't she? That, you know, she's spent all this time, she's invested all this time, you know, trying to help her out and stuff. And then she's just like, no, no, I am still falling for him. I'm like, fuck off. There is no way. No way. Um, and, And I think... You know, it, it was that more than anything that uh, that that threw me. It was like, yeah, I am still falling for Harrison. 
<laughs> Come on. No one surely is buying that. And again, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not clear yet whether people believe that or even she believes that. And just that, you know, oh, bloody Harrison, been manipulating her again. Ah, she's so in on it. And um, I, I hope now that some of the other people around the table, they're just like, right, okay, I'm sort of done now. You know, that that's it. You, you've kind of, you've made me waste my time. You know, you've pulled me in and I thought this was real. This whole drama, I was trying to be there, be a friend to you, support you and stuff. And you're just having a laugh. So, yeah, I, yeah. I think she might be coming to the end with the group and, and their sympathy for her. I agree because that that everyone was just like, holy shit. Leighton had his head in his hands. He was like, what the fuck am I doing? Ollie and Tony were like, I don't get it. I mean, Claire spoke up and she's like, you, you messaged me two days ago. And then when Lyndall speaks, speaks, I mean, Claire always seems to have something to say, but she was right. She, she spoke <laughs> up. But when Lyndall spoke up, like, as she said, she genuinely like, I, I just don't understand the difference. And it was the derogatory way Bronte spoke down to her. Oh, it's yeah. all right, chick, or something like that. As if to say, shut your fucking mouth. He goes, you don't know what goes on. I'm like, fuck off. That's horrible. It was something like, yeah, that's how I felt then, babe. Yeah. It's just, oh, oh my God. It's, it's, you, you know, it, the, the thing is with Harrison, and I saw this, I saw this online actually, Dave. Harrison always looks like he's fucking, he's done a silent but deadly fart and he's smirking, <laughs> waiting for you to smell it, doesn't he? He's always sat there with that, I saw, I'm nicking that off Twitter actually, but it's so true. He's sat there with that fucking horrible, smarmy grin. And it's like that, he, he said like, I've tried to bring her into the relationship and she sits there all fucking, you know, them bloody big flying saucer eyes of hers, like trying not to blink, like looking around the room. And, it's just wrong. And what really pissed me off, Dave, was John didn't say anything to him, really. He, he, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. It was really bizarre because Harrison has gaslit her from the start. I'm, I don't care whether they believe him or not. All the dialogue we got in that dinner date was they were going to go at him. And they fucking, again, they have, as much as I like John and Alexander and Mel, they have picked the fights on this one. Again, Shannon yeah. and that, quite rightly, got shit. And deserved it. Harrison should have been absolutely fucking uh, thrown to the wolves with this one. And he got a load of questions where he's like, can you understand what's going on? Well, of course he's going to agree with you, John. He's going to go, well, yeah, of course I do. Because in his fucking head, it's going in one ear and out the other. I was like, mm. I'm not having it. It really annoys me how they fucking absolutely just pick the weaker ones to have a go at. Because Neil Harrison will give it him back. And he should be the first one they go at. And none of them did properly. And it pissed me off, I must admit. It was weird, wasn't it? I, I was expecting a lot more like from from the experts to go at Harrison, but they kind of yeah. gave him... It, it was more... I mean, we'll get on to Jesse and Claire later, but it was more kind of like, oh, Harrison's at it again. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. And, and not really holding his feet to the fire. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I felt... A little bit let down. I mean, the the most we got from the experts, I feel like in this episode, is funny expressions. You know, Claire like funny expressions, but that was it. Yeah, you know, they never really held them to task, and so yeah, I was, I was a little bit disappointed in this episode as well. I have to say. 
Well, I'm going to slightly contradict myself later on because John did do something that I think might pay off later on in the series, but we'll talk about that in a sec. So, yeah, so <laughs> them two can just get in the fucking bin. Absolute nonsense. Rupert and Evelyn, Dave, I'm not buying it. However, I do think Evelyn's coaching Rupert because they, they yeah. sort of saying, yeah, we're really attracted to each other sexually, but they've done absolutely nothing together. All they've got to do is the opposite of the fucking dodgy couples like Duncan and Alyssa, Bronte and Harrison, mm. and they'll stay in the show. And I think that's exactly what they're doing. And they were literally on the fucking couch for about 30 seconds, weren't they? It was like, <laughs> see you later, <laughs> on your way. I mean, what do you think of them, Because I think they're a pair of fakers now, I must admit. Yeah, 100%. Uh, like I say, I, I hadn't thought that she was probably coaching him, but I think you're right. Um they're just going to ride it out, and and that's yeah. fine. You know, they'll they'll be friends, but nothing more. No, nothing more. I agree. And then we, we got a little bit of something, Melinda and Leighton, and we brought up the situation uh, with Bronte, you know, coming and stirring the shit, didn't we? And they sort <laughs> of said stuff to Harrison, but again, it all just sort of got swept under the carpet. They yeah. both said stay. Melinda did question Leighton. Leighton went full on. You know, directs a fucking boardroom speak again. They, <laughs> <laughs> but look, they seem pretty sweet. They're getting on. You know, you can clearly see it. And and again, fucking Harrison and Bronte got away with just being knobs again. And yeah. Didn't get. So it just, I, I, I'm glad them too. They seem quite good. Actually, I really thought Melinda would was going to be like the Olivia of the season, and she hasn't. She's mm. turned into quite a bit of a favourite. Very outspoken, but seems to speak when she needs to. So yeah, I'm yeah. quite a bit of a fan, to be honest. I think she's good. And I think, um, you know, John's quick to call him out for like going into his boardroom speak, but less so for Harrison. Again, yeah. I, I just don't quite get the reasons for that. But I, I think there is together. I mean, there was a little bit of conflict, wasn't there? Because he was saying he's always going to back Mel. And then she's like, yeah, but you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Hmm. Is is this going to be a thing? Because I, I'm kind of with him, because I I can't remember what it was. It, I I think it was when Mel was initially you know having a go at Bronte and Harrison, and Bronte is you know such the uh, the victim in all this. But then I I just like say maybe it's because I just don't believe that. Um, I I don't I think Leighton was right what he did. He he's going to always back her, but. You know, there there are t- there are limits, aren't there? So if someone's attacking your wife, obviously, hundred percent, right or wrong, you're going to back her. But when it's more in on the periphery, and it's not as if someone's coming to attack your wife, but she's getting all in o- other people's shit. Well, maybe that's time when you're kind of backing her, but you're a bit more on the fence. <laughs> that's yeah. how I see it, anyway. No, no, honestly, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think that's a great point. Pick your fights again, experts. So the last couple, Dave, is Jesse and Claire. Now, last time Claire stayed, stay, Jesse looked like he'd had his bank account absolutely fucking raided and he was absolutely <laughs> devastated. And Harrison, it just took one snidey deflection comment from Harrison and the whole relationship fell apart. I don't know where I stand with this because I still, I do agree. I've sort of overlooked slightly some of Jesse's behavior at the start, mm. Dave. He wasn't a good person for Claire to be around. Doesn't excuse what she did. But if he's always going to bring that back up, in fucking 10 years' time, he's going to bring that up if they were married with six kids. That's always going to be his go-to argument. I think he's right in some respects. I think mm. she was. 
I do think that as much as I don't like Harrison and Bronte, I do think that that dialogue wasn't really challenged by Claire Dave. As mm. much as he's saying it wasn't, I, I I sort of think she may have said something along those lines. However, John, the only thing John did that was favourable was he sort of put it on the fact that it was Harrison and Bronte against her in shit and left yeah. it. So it's sort of, for me, that was sort of like a little bit of a uh, a positive for the experts when I was thinking, has he done this so later on that's going to come back and bite him? Because it had to happen. She agreed to leave. He said leave. I mean, when he just said no, I, I thought he was going to say yeah. He was smiling. I just went, nope. I was yeah. like, all right. So I think that was <laughs> the right. Music. They, they, they did the music thing, didn't they, to trick yeah. us. Yeah. It's all like light and upbeat music. And then it's almost like a record scratch. No, she cheated on me. <laughs> and <it's> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so, true, yeah. though. So what did you think of that, Dave? That was the right call. I kind of, I kind of think so, but... I mean, it, it just annoys me that, you know, Harrison's essentially eliminated another couple. And I found it, it, it was quite sad, really, you know, that Harrison was able to do that. Because Jesse yeah. said, you know, John asked him, didn't he, if, if you'd have made that choice before the dinner party, would you have stayed? And he's like, yeah. So it, it's just annoying that Harrison's kind of got his way there. and. You know, I, th- I think Jesse quickly gets all up in his head, doesn't he? And, uh, you know, maybe uh, he does have a little bit of a point, doesn't he? But, you know, it's no different from the point the other week when he, he said stay, you yeah. know? So I, I just, I'm a little bit sad that they're going. I think Jesse is, is comedy. I think he's good at good TV. I think Claire is good TV as well because, you know, some of her facial expressions around the commitment ceremony, the fact that she does throw in comments, you know, at the at the retreats when Harrison's saying, uh, does anyone else think my relationship's fake? And she's like, yeah, I kind of do. You know, so so she's not afraid of, of you know, saying a, a piece, whereas, like, you know, Ollie's like, no, no, it's fine, mate. And then says to the camera, yeah, totally fake. So, you know, again, good TV. So I'm disappointed that they've gone, but I mean, I think from week one, I say, you know, there's no way these will make it as a couple, but maybe they'll learn lessons about themselves that, that will help them in future life, you know? Yeah, that's true. It's true. And I mean, like you say, it's the right decision for me. It was, but Dave... So we're talking about Harrison and getting a fucking free ride. Now, I did drop in there after an episode or so, what I thought, or who I thought, not what was going to happen. I thought, who I thought Harrison may pursue Dave. Now, I'm not saying anything's going to happen, but we have got wife swaps, Dave. And we're part- <laughs> yeah. not wife swapping, we're partner swapping to, to <laughs> terminology. And Melinda is staying with Harrison. Now, there is no way that Harrison is not going to tell us all that him and Melinda got it on or nearly got it on, Dave. Even if it's not true, he's if they actually stay in the apartment together and everything, he's going to make some shit up, isn't he? He's going yeah. to make something up about him. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't, I've not seen anything, but that guy is going to try, and this could be someone else who he tries to manipulate again. Mm. So I just think, interesting thing to do, but ultimately, why are they hoping that all the partners cheat? Is that, I mean... 
be great for us on the podcast, but I'm like, what, <laughs> yeah. what is what is the game of that? Because it doesn't really. I mean, Alyssa is going to absolutely rip fucking Duncan's dick off in him because he's going to actually be he's talking with to Evelyn. someone else. He's yeah, exactly. With Evelyn, you know, probably so, one of the the best looking girls in there, and. Yeah. You know, even before we saw Duncan crying on the on the VT, and he's put up with a lot already, hasn't he? You know, yeah. she's been a bit non-linear with him, and he's held it together. So I don't know what will finally break him. But, yeah, as, as soon as they said, like, you know, uh, Evelyn and Duncan, I'm like, right, that is going to cause massive fucking <laughs> uh, issues. Because basically, if, the, if she's having a go at him because... He was playing tennis with the lads. Fucking hell. <laughs> you know, yeah. Being hauled up with Evelyn. She's going to go nuts, isn't she? I mean, it, it's, I, <laughs> I kind of, you know, half of me can't wait. Half of me is feeling really bad for them. I think eventually the, the evil part of me will, will win and <laughs> I'll be looking forward to it. But they've done it again, haven't they, Chris? You're like, oh, Fucking hell, I can't wait for the next episode now. So what what actually is gonna happen with this whole wife swap thing? And I don't think I don't think Harrison will make up that they've kind of got it on, but there will be some ammunition from there, won't there? I, I, oh know, yeah. He, he's gonna use that to try and get inside Leighton's head. Yeah, I agree, Dave. There's gonna be a comment and I'm here for it. Whatever happens, as much as it's a fucking absolute knobhead, it's it's gotta happen, hasn't it? It's got yeah. to happen with that guy. But no, Dave, great start to the week. And you know, we've got two episodes of Love Island left, thank God. <laughs> so we get a little bit of respite. I can might even be able to go back playing FIFA, Dave. You know, I've not played it for nearly six weeks yeah. properly because they're doing all these shows. <laughs> My brothers keep messaging me going, Are you coming on FIFA? And I'm like, Nope, I've got a podcast. Love Island. Love Island, married at first sight, and I've got a podcast. I can't. So I'm hoping to get my gaming career back open this week, Dave. But uh, no, honestly, mate, it's been a testament to both of us. This has been a hell of a slog. And uh, yeah, we start another week. We've got a few weeks of maths left, and then we are having a mini break, aren't we, Dave? We absolutely bloody are. But I think we've got still got quite a few maths weeks left. Yeah. But it doesn't feel quite as much of a slog, that one, does it? I mean, right up until the the reunion episodes, they just hit it out of the park, don't they? So I'm I'm kind of okay with that. Um, but I must admit, I am really looking forward to Love Island. I mean, you've done a, a stellar job in, in terms of, like, showing up consistently, um, and I've been flaky as fuck, but... <laughs> <laughs> but that's life. I mean, it's a hell of a schedule for us to keep, isn't it? So no, yeah. we've done we've yeah, done as best yeah. we can. So we do appreciate everyone sticking by us and tuning in, guys. There's been a, a massive load of episodes, and it's all been great fun. So no, thank you. And if you want to get some emails in before the end of Love Island, guys, you've got a couple of days. We'll read them out anyway because we've got maths coming. So don't worry if you're catching up on them episodes. Send them in to cdrealitycast at gmail.com on social media at CD Reality Cast. And as always, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast on Facebook. Come and join us over there. Big thanks to Charlene, as always. And uh, all the episodes are posted on there if you're outside the UK as well for Maths and Love Island. So great stuff. Uh, if you want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. So the first roll call of honour of this week is Ken, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren Tracy, Hennessy Susan, Dee Dee Katie, Libby Joanna, Noreen, Chloe, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Gillian, Zoe, Kristen, Maggie, Kate, Megan, Cassie, Fiona, 
Emma Schmave, Nicola Macy, Alex Helen, and welcome to our newest Patreon, Larissa. So thank you so much for supporting us there, Larissa. I really, really, we both really, really appreciate that. It's so, so nice. So thank you very much. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, sir. We're done for at least a few hours uh, before Love Island starts. So (laughs) thank you very much, mate. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. Thanks to all our supporters. And we'll speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.